she talks. Seven dollars was. Yo, do not attempt to adjust your radio. Whoa, 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 whoa! This is not radio. This isn't even satellite. This is a podcast. A, a different, different fifty, 50 podcast. podcast with your hosts Donna and Leslie. We're back. Hello, Donna. Hi, Leslie. We have a guest today. Yes, we're bringing some new energy. Yes. I've been wanting to get this woman on our podcast for so long now. and Over two years. <laughs> Way over, over two years. <laughs> I've, I want, I've wanted her on from the beginning, but we finally got her. We finally got her. Yes. Um, I want to introduce everyone to, some of you may know her. To Felicia Walker of This That Beauty and Get Phoebe Skin. Yay. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. This is this is a thrill. Yes. <laughs> we're so excited to have you. And her skin's flawless, by the way. Yeah. Just so put that out there right we're gonna, now. <laughs> we're gonna talk some 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 uh skincare and whatnot today. But honestly, Felicia, um, just for the benefit of the audience, you know, so they know you and I go way, 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 way back. way back. And it's funny earlier today while I was, you know, coming in from the gym and getting dressed and everything. And I thought back to those cookouts we used to have at oh your apartment in, in Newark. Mm -hmm. They used to be so much epic, fun. Epic, epic gathering. So much fun. We yeah. so we go way back. I was I was there for the first for the first wedding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, this is true. This is true. We've been through the, some the, things. The grand opening, the grand closing. <laughs> Listen, you live long enough, you go through some exactly. things. Exactly. Exactly. You better and, tell the truth <laughs> and shame the devil. Yes. And the Feebster coming along Aww, and everything. My little bunny. Yes, your little bunny. So um, it's just a joy having you. But for the benefit of... Um, the audience who is not familiar with you, can you just give us a little bit of your background, which is so interesting and also, and how you got into and kind of got into where you are and then we'll really get into the whole skincare conversation. Of course, this is my favorite conversation to have. I'll start a bit backwards. So I am a skincare and beauty expert. Mm -hmm. um, I've been in the industry for over 15 years within the beauty industry and over that time, my career has evolved from blogger, editor, writer, creative director, social media, content creation, consulting. At this point, I consider myself a bit of a beauty entrepreneur mm. um, because there are so many things within the beauty space I've done and do. And most recently, I'm now a skincare founder. So I have my own skincare line now. So that's kind of the where I am now. So working backwards, I just started out. I, when you and I met, Leslie, I was in human resources. Yep. So I couldn't be further, could not have been further from the world of beauty. I started out in HR, which was a career that I just fell into, but actually thrived in HR and was like promoted on top of promoted and got to do a lot of incredible things mm -hmm. at Prudential, New York Times. And I was just put in really incredible places that I could not have even imagined myself. But I always had a passion for skincare, for beauty, for, for, for self-care before self-care was a thing. I just mm -hmm. enjoy going to the local beauty supply store in Newark, New Jersey. I and love spending a beauty my supply store. Girl, I, I, was, love I was scouting on the way here because I remember one the last time I was here. I was like, I need to get this um, wax stick. And I'm, I'm curious of the pricing here versus the pricing where I saw it because mm -hmm. it's kind of expensive. I'm like, let's see what it's doing here. But so for me, the beauty supply stores on Halsey Street in Newark, New Jersey, mm -hmm. where I grew up, that was self-care for me walking in and just seeing like rows and rows and rows of things from like 99 cent Queen Helene mud packs to like mm -hmm. press on nails to attempting to do my own acrylics. That truly was self-care and a form of therapy for me, mm -hmm. which sidebar I had the opportunity to witness my daughter have her first beauty salon therapy yesterday. We went to Hair Karma Montclair mm. and she got a twist out and she, I sent her to a different stylist, not the one that I go to. And they were just having their own relationship. And I was like, wow, she is experiencing the therapy of the black mm -hmm. beauty salon. And I was just like, and I just stepped aside and mm. let her do her thing. And Brittany was like, no, we're having the whole conversation. I was like, oh my God, my child is having the black beauty salon therapy yes. experience. So, 
getting back on track, which is something I don't do often. Um, <laughs> Honey, we ain't going nowhere. That, <laughs> that, that really was therapy for me as a small child. And so beauty and skincare and caring for self was something that just lived in my mind. And I just, I poured into it all the time. And I think it really is a part of my DNA. So once I came into corporate life and worked around beautiful women like yourselves, like women would just always come to me and be like, what should I do about this spot? Or what do you think about this? What's the best mascara? And I mind you, I've never been a big makeup person. Mm-hmm. Um, I never walked around saying, ask me anything about skincare. <laughs> but for some reason, people saw themselves in me and they felt like I had solutions to their issues or answers to their questions. And so um, people would ask me and I would, you know, help them figure things out. But I was always having this self-discovery and learning and probably like in my 20s I started suffering with really bad acne which led to really bad hyperpigmentation Mm. and prior to that point like I really didn't have a skincare routine there was like really no education like I was personally curious about the things but I didn't understand like why I'm breaking out and I went to various dermatologists and they told me things to use but no one taught me the importance of sunscreen so Mm. my skin had a really bad sun reaction to the retin-a gel that a derm had me using and it just led to so many issues so blogging became my outlet and just trying to solve my own skincare issues trying mm-hmm. to figure out things because you, you have to think like this was um early 2000s so we didn't mm-hmm. have Instagram and like I remember like even in college like the internet was such a new thing so mm-hmm. the research the information wasn't out there because was nobody putting it out there right, like it right. didn't exist so I was really trying to solve my own problems in that really ignited my curiosity for research and digging and digging. So I started blogging and from blogging that turned into like editorial opportunities and brands started pitching me and it just kind of grew from there really organically. I didn't know where, where it would lead. Um, but through that process of, of, um, I guess achieving more and, and growing and evolving within the space and then becoming a content creator and, and really building a brand that was about fact-based and well-researched information on skincare, mm-hmm. not just like, oh, it's pretty, it feels nice, but really like, what are the ingredients? How do these in- ingredients perform on skin, specifically skin of color? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the delivery system like? What are the results? And really coming from that point of education, mm-hmm. which at the time didn't exist, there's a lot more of it now, but at the time it didn't exist but then also having oh sorry i should have sorry about that okay. <laughs> do you know the stuff that goes on here no, obviously you don't so i mean sorry her phone rang that. it's off now we're back sorry about don't worry that. about that you don't know we've been through sirens Girl, we've been through <laughs> everything um but also being what people tell me feels like the friend in their head the mm. auntie in their head like that person that they can go to so that is a big part of my brand. It's like educational, It's but it's very approachable. It's very fun. It kind of breaks it down. So it's like demystifying beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's become a big part of my brand. So really, I feel like a lifelong beauty entrepreneur, That's those experiences from blogging led to a lot of great opportunities and editorial I've written for every magazine you can think of. And I do a lot of on-air appearances. Um, my products for my skincare was actually recently featured on the Today Show um, in February. So wow. that was like a huge I honor. I have to go back and watch that. Yeah. So I'm just really proud of, of, of my career path because it really is a story of like making my passion, my profession, and just following what I love and and that's it's a huge joy it really is a, a great joy for me for me i also feel like um you grabbed it and went for it at the right moment mm-hmm. meaning things were beginning to change with mm-hmm. the whole blogging and 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 whatnot and i'll never forget you and i met up for drinks over in the city and you had this line of brushes mm, and yes. you had ju- and we were talking and you said, you know what, girl, I'm just going to go for it and just see where this I'm just kind of going to go for it. And I felt like it was you just you you seized the moment. I always look back and says she really seized the moment. I do feel like I have and have had this ability to like pivot and evolve and kind of change with the tide Mm -hmm. I feel like I've had that ability truthfully I feel like I struggle with that at this point because 
this was at a time where there wasn't a lot of information you were just kind of doing, doing, doing. Now I suffer from a lot of analysis paralysis, like transparently, because there's so much information. You see so much of what everyone's doing. And it really at times is a struggle for me to figure out like, what am I doing? What's the thing I'm supposed to be doing now? Mm -hmm. It really is much more challenging than it was in the beginning. In the beginning, it did feel very nimble. So it's a constant um, battle and a constant challenge to understand where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing. And when I have those moments when I don't know, I literally just tap out for weeks. And I'm just like, I'm just waiting for it to kind of come to me right. and to mm-hmm. be directed because it it's a lot harder now. It's definitely yeah. a lot harder now. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. So as far as skincare, what are some of the biggest or most um, requested information that people give you? Cause I'm looking at your skin. I'm like, it's absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. You know, it's interesting because, again, I've been in this game for over 15 years, probably close to 20, and consistently the one thing that people constantly want to know about is hyperpigmentation. Mm-hmm. It is a constant, ever-present concern that folks have. Mm-hmm. And when I created my skincare, well, just when I had the concept of creating skincare, I always knew that it would focus on obviously what was near and dear to me and right. por- important for me, which is hyperpigmentation. But as time progressed, I, I was like, will this be a serum, a spot treatment? What is it going to be? And the idea of masking came to me um, that that was going to be my entry into the skincare market. But beyond having a band-aid approach or like a one trick pony thing, which has never been my thing. And so people say like, Oh, I like, I want my skin to look great. What's the one thing I should use. And I'm like, there's not one thing or mm-hmm. they'll ask me and I'll start telling them and I can see their eyes glaze over, you know, because it's not like this. They just one want thing. something, right. Something it, they want to, they exactly. want a magic bullet. They want right. a magic bullet. So yeah. and then thinking about my skincare, when I thought about my skincare line, I thought about hyperpigmentation. I had to think about like, what's the root of hyperpigmentation? What do y'all think the root is? Sun damage, isn't it? Or is it diet? I think a diet is part of it. The root of it is inflammation. Ah, so like most things, the, right? yeah, inflammation and where again. it shows itself. Right. So there's that mm-hmm. word again. Any mm-hmm. kind of inflammation that we have, um, it presents itself at some point. So stress, um, mm-hmm. That releases cortisol, the stress hormone, and that presents in your body and your skin as inflammation. So that can be redness. It can be um, fatigue in your skin. It can be pimples causing like pimples to the surface. It can be fine lines. Like you ever see someone that went through something really tough, whether it was like a loss, they're grieving, a divorce, and you see what their skin looks like. Mm -hmm. That is inflammation, but it presents to the surface in different ways. Mm -hmm. So when I thought about creating a skincare line that addresses hyperpigmentation, I wanted something that was kind of full cycle. So we're obviously going to have a brightening product that's going to lessen the appearance of the dark spot. That's a given. So that's stay bright, which is our brightening treatment, facial mask. Then there is stay chill, which is this rose and aloe based gel mask that calms the surface. Because if we keep the surface calm, we don't have to deal with the hyperpigmentation that comes up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times once the hyper hyperpigmentation does present and you have the dark spot and it goes away what do you tend to have after dryness dryness which is a texture issue so dryness or scar you Mm -hmm, get the pimple and the spot is gone but that little divot is still Mm -hmm. there so you have the scar so then we bring in stay tight which is our resurfacing treatment mask so the product line consists of three masks stay tight stay bright and stay chill um and if so stay chill is the mask that keeps the skin calm so that that prevents the inflammation. Now, if you happen to arrive at the line and you have actual hyperpigmentation, you want stay bright to help remove the, the dark spots, but you want stay chill to keep your skin calm so that the inflammation does not reach the surface or new inflammation mm. and stay tight is when you have those residual scars and the enlarged pores mm. um, and the uneven texture on the surface of your skin. So stay tight is a, um, a resurfacing and retexturizing mask. So in my opinion, the mask collection covers the life cycle of hyperpigmentation and not just the end result. Got it. Mm. Mm. 
that, that sense? yeah that makes when you say it i mean when you say it out loud it makes perfect sense okay. and when you, you know? said inflammation mm-hmm. i was like there's that word again because yeah. it's it's inflammation is at the root of disease yeah and everything mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and so when you said it i was like it just makes sense yeah like yeah. i suffer from eczema mm-hmm. i've been able over the years to learn how to manage it but mm-hmm. every now and then especially when the seasons change especially from what summer to fall mm-hmm. you get those patchy spots yep. mm-hmm. so but i drink a lot of water because i i do know and a lot of people don't drink water that's the other thing when this they start talking true. about their skin i have a girlfriend who cannot stand water and she's always talking about her skin i'm like you're gonna have to incorporate water yep. for sure mm-hmm. because moisture is water mm-hmm. not oil isn't that correct people right. always because i guess the oils can um like some pores or something some oils do hydrate um but mostly oils are occlusive and they kind of um hold in moisture so if your skin is slightly damp that's always the best time to apply the oil because Mm -hmm. it holds the moisture in it most oils don't give the skin moisture Moisture. hydration they kind Mm. of seal it in so it's kind of like the old school back in the day when your mama would like slap vaseline on your face it's an occlusive and that's what they call like slugging now which is like a big trend it's like oh that's just putting vaseline on your face Mama did, yeah. But there are a lot. So we're kind of in a current skincare state of what I call over exfoliation nation. In the early 2000s, when I started, you could not get these glycolic acid, alpha hydroxy acid resurfacers. Like you had to go to a, a dermatologist to get this. Now, every brand, every Walmart, every Target, they have these daily um, exfoliating toners and people are overusing and abusing them. And then they're doing all these at home peels. Again, a lot of these cosmeceuticals and dermatology great. Um, skincare treatments did not exist. Now we have a over um, abundance of them and people are using them in overabundance. And now your skin barrier is just like, it's completely wrecked. And now everybody has barrier creams and slugging and all these things, which is really just like a basic cream to protect the skin's barrier. Because now we're at a point that we're just like resurfacing it all back to like, flesh and that's what gets me i get very confused between the serums and the spot you know Mm -hmm. the spot treatments and the this and the that and i'm like i don't know what i need Mm -hmm. you know everybody everyone is 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 different and also i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm lazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) i want if if you can give me three steps I can do three steps, four, but if it's got to be five steps, I'm not going to do it consistently. And I know there's a lot of people out there like me. And then Mm -hmm. there's people who have a whole nighttime routine Mm -hmm. and it's part of their self-care and how they they chill for the Mm -hmm. night and all of that. And I get that, but I know me, I'm lazy. Just give me three steps Mm -hmm. and I can do that consistently. I think you you raise a great point. I think it's very important to know your you. Like, what Mm -hmm. is you? What can you actually do? And also to understand your needs. And that's something that I talk about a lot because everyone's needs and their idea or image of self is individual. Mm -hmm. So you may say, I only want to do one or two things. And this is like, I am fine with all of this. I want one or two things to maintain it. Where someone else, I may look at someone and think, oh my God, that person's skin is perfect she's like I want to do this I want to lift I want to do you know they want to do all of these different things I'm like oh my god so it's like it's so individual Mm -hmm. so you really need to know your you like what's your capacity for skincare some people do all the steps not because they need them but because like you said it's part of their self-care they Mm -hmm. feel good about doing right and they may have the time and space for other people like that's not where they get their self-care joy for them it might be like a nice glass of wine or going to a museum or like so it's really kind of finding your you in terms of so to bring it specifically to skincare I would think about like when you look in the mirror like what are if you have your your, if you have a skincare concern what are those concerns Mm -hmm. Um, for most people I say like sunscreen is a must yes going out sunscreen is and I learned and it was you and um and Danielle okay yes yes we love her Mm -hmm. um it was you and Danielle Mm -hmm. who got me to consistently use a um, daily moisturizer that yeah. contains sunscreen. And that's yeah. where I completely lack. And it is so funny mm-hmm. because I was reading something the other day and I was like, you got to start like using sunscreen. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't, even when I'm on vacation, I am one of those people. I might have it. I just don't. But I, that is something that I know I have to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm going to look to you to mm-hmm. recommend mm-hmm. what you think is good. But uh, to me, too, I think people need to learn their skin. Yeah. Because, and I'm a product junkie, so, mm-hmm. you know, I've been through all of it. Luckily, mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that usually anything I put on my hair or my skin has not damaged it so bad. Mm-hmm. But I had to learn that that's not what my skin needs. Right. Yep. You have to learn what it is. I I tend to have normal too dry. Mm-hmm. That's my issue. I'm never ever too oily because mm-hmm. I'm usually dry. So okay. my cousin who we are always talking about different things, she'll try to use stuff mm-hmm. that I use, but first of all, she's more oily and her skin is super sensitive. Right. And yep. she's like, it broke me out. Well, yeah. you probably shouldn't have used right. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't use what mm-hmm. I use. And just because it's on TV doesn't mean it's for you. Exactly. I bought a product who I will not name. <laughs> it's a big product. Mm-hmm. We all love the person who makes it. Mm-hmm. Two times I used it. I was like, this was a waste of money because yeah. it, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's key. the marketing is what did it yep. for me. You know what I mean? Yep. And I had to learn that. Just because you like the marketing does not mean it's a product for you. And so much of skincare purchasing is emotional. We're buying based off of of emotion because most of the products out there, honestly, they're all very similar. There are a lot of very similar products and variations. So it's the emotional or you relate to the person Mm -hmm. behind the brand. But finding your you is important. So one thing that I notice about myself and always give people this advice is to understand what your skin responds to. Like one, understand your needs Mm -hmm. um, and what you want to achieve. You may say, I've got dark circles. I've had them since I was a baby. I don't care about them. Okay, so that's not your ministry. But what is, what are the things you're looking at? So understanding your skin and understanding, one, understanding your skin's needs as you see it, then what works for your skin? I can tell you, you know, I'm 48 and I've probably been really passionate on this skincare journey since like early 20s. My core ingredients for maintaining my skin have not changed. It's always been about glycolic acid, retinol, sunscreen, maybe recently I've brought in like some niacinamide. But other than that, those are the core ingredients that I know do the heavy lifting to maintain my skin. Mm -hmm. So when I see, you know, XYZ celebrity touting this new thing, that new thing, I'm like, eh, it doesn't really appeal to me because I know I try, oh, vitamin C, I meant to mention vitamin C, that works really well for me. So I see something and I look at the formulation, I'm like, eh, I've tried that, my skin doesn't respond well to, let's say, like snail X, what is it called? The snail, whatever that people love or... um, Mm. Um, honey, my skin doesn't respond well to. So it's like you have to understand the ingredients that work well for your mm. skin um, and and apply that to your skincare. So in knowing that, that helps you to build a routine and not to be so impulsive or to be so triggered by like, oh, I see this, I'm going to try this new right. thing. And again, like you said with your cousin, knowing what works for you, because if you, if, I may see say, oh my God, your skin looks so good. What are you using? But if our skin type or skin issues are not similar it's not necessarily going to work the same way on me so I need to know what works for me a simple routine that I think most people can follow again is sunscreen because the top issues that most people speak to texture uneven tone hyperpigmentation sunscreen helps with all of that wearing that daily and you need some kind of cleanse like we Mm -hmm. got to cleanse your body every day the steps in between it's really a matter of what you see as being necessary for your skin. Does everyone need a serum? I think it's a good add-in in terms of what your goals might be. So if you have hyperpigmentation, if you, it might be a good idea to have a serum that's brightening focus. Um, if you're out every day, you're commuting, it may be helpful to have a serum serum that has antioxidants to help with like all the free radicals and pollution that you're experiencing mm. in your day-to-day mm-hmm. commute. But you may just cleanse your skin, throw on a moisturizing sunscreen and go about your business. And that may work for you, but you have to understand that your skin is constantly changing. Um, And under attack. Under attack. (laughs) Your skin is changing throughout the course of the month, throughout the seasons. It's changing with your age. It's changing based on stress and what your life is experiencing. It's changing based on where you live regionally. The water in one place is different from another. Yes. The food you eat. The foods you eat. Your skin reacts. So you do need to have the appropriate skincare, I say, in your arsenal to be able to pivot 
you know, based it. So I say I use retinol every night, but if I'm like, oh, my skin is really irritated. I know I'm just doing hydration for the next couple of days. No retinol. Let me get this um, peptide, collagen, ceramide cream. And that's what I'm doing. But if you don't have that in your routine, you just, I just use retinol every night. Your skin is telling you, girl, I'm wilding out. You're like, no, but I'm just sticking with what I do. <laughs> right. You can't do you that. You have to be you open. Have, you right. have to be prepared to kind of pivot and shift when needed. And you have to have the proper things in your routine to do that. Cause if you don't have have it you can't implement it you know so I've learned to read labels too yeah very important because as soon as I see alcohol like as the first ingredient Mm -hmm. in a lot of stuff some depending on what comes after it I'm like I don't know and that was one of the mistakes I made with that Mm -hmm. product I bought I should you know now that I think back you know now that Mm -hmm. I know better Mm -hmm. I would have never I'm gonna ask you off camera because I have an idea I bet I know what it is yeah (laughs) I I, I was just like uh, you know it was just I was like oh my god and then I had a girlfriend she was like oh yeah that's the truth no it ain't not for me (laughs) not for me I can say (laughs) one tip I'll give you because I I really think I know exactly what you're talking about is that most of the lines that you'll find like whether it's the celebrity lines or the skincare lines available to you at Walmart, Walgreens, a lot of them are maintenance lines. Mm -hmm. They're not doing a ton of heavy lifting. There are some great retinol brands out there, vitamin C, but a lot of them, and I'm not knocking the celebrity lines, but they're like maintenance. They're not going to really do the heavy lifting because they're looking to appeal to the masses. But if you're like, look, I've got these severe dark circles or dark spots, you need to get with a dermatologist or a cosmeceutical line that is that's a bit more intensive because right. these skincare lines are not built for that. You, can you give us a definition for cosmeceutical? I that that's a a, a new word mm-hmm. in the lexicon of skincare mm-hmm. over the last few years. Yeah. So it's basically that bridge between like what you can get with a prescription and what you can get from a dermatologist. Well, what you can get um, over the counter. So there are certain um, ingredients that like, let's say, for example, hydroquinone, you can only get like 2% over the counter. Above that, you need to go to either like a spa Mm. or some kind of like med spa or dermatologist to get it. So cosmeceutical products are ones that live in that range. It's like a bump up from over the counter, but you won't you may not need a prescription to get them you can you you just need to get them through the proper provider right got so it that may be an esthetician you can get them now there are some products that are on the market like um like skin medica you can get that online from like a derm store different places those are more um, cosmeceutical grade they have higher percentages of active ingredients and those are products that historically have only been sold in med spas and dermatologist offices but now you can get them online so the proliferation of med spas that Mm -hmm. have been popping up everywhere Mm -hmm. um they have me curious Mm -hmm. um i'm not expecting you to um you know, um, recommend or anything like that. But what are they? Because, you know, I look at them and I see them and I don't feel like that's for me as a mm-hmm. black woman mm-hmm. because I just see them kind of being marketed, if you will, towards white or mm-hmm. very light women. Mm-hmm. I don't ever see that as something for me. Yeah. Am I, what am I missing? I or, don't think you're missing anything. I think you're very perceptive. I think it's a, uh, pharma slash cosmetic procedures issue overall. Like I think a lot of women that look like us don't see ourselves represented in the procedures. So we don't see ourselves represented in the med spas. We don't see it as something for us Mm -hmm. um, because it just seems to appeal. Like they're appealing to people who do not look like us. We don't see ourselves represented. So we think it's not a thing for us. I, I mean, I've been to some good med spas and I do know that they exist, but I think a lot of the ones that we see popping up in chains and things like that, I'm very... I'm very proceed with caution. Mm-hmm. I'm a proceed with caution type of person because yeah. you can't just have any and everybody poking you or doing laser or all of these things yeah. because some of these folks are not trained. Exactly. And I know that from friends who work in these places and I, I know how they operate. So I think for any procedures that you want to have, even if it's like a hydrofacial um where you're like, oh, it's non-invasive. Like you really do need referrals and you really need to do your research and mm. with injectables and all of these things. Because in certain states, you don't have to be a dermatologist to do the injectables. You just need to be a licensed nurse practitioner. And that's fine, but you need to feel comfortable with the yeah. person who's doing the thing. Um, but I think that this is just, I think your statement, Leslie, is 
a representative of like the overarching cosmetic procedures mm. world. It's just a place where we don't really see ourselves represented. So, of course, we're not going to go into some spa that we saw just pop up, you know, yeah. down the street. Yeah. Because in general, in that world, we don't see ourselves. No. I know that we are seeing more. There is more of it. But in general, I think it's still like, mm, I'm not sure that's for me. Yeah. I don't I don't get the sense that that's like somewhere where I need to go spend my money. Yeah. I mean, I think that if you find a provider that you research and mm -hmm. like through referrals, like how we generally work, if it's like, oh, you look great. Or like, oh, I go to this person, like you do your research. And because I, I mean, I love all the treatments. Like I love a good hydrofacial. I love good chemical peels. I love my Botox. I love my filler. Like I'm into all of the things, but I'm into it with a trusted professional mm -hmm. that understands my face, my structure. And like, we're working on this thing together. You mm. know, they know, you know, what I look like and what I need to look like and what I want to maintain. So it's like you get a Groupon and you go to this place, right. and this yeah. person doing whatever, and you get the next Groupon, go to the next person, they yeah. doing whatever. It's like, well, where's right. Leslie? Right. This ain't her. Right. You know? So yeah. that's very, that relationship, man, is so incredibly important. Listen. And the person so that true. will tell you no. Yeah. I, I saw something online with someone doing like Botox at the jawline to kind of like snatch the jaw. I immediately hit up Dr. Henry. I was like, girl, is this for me? She was like, I don't know, because sometimes it can protrude and it's a little heavy down there. And like your face structure is so unique. You don't want to. I was like, OK, thank you for telling me. And I'm, and I'm so glad you brought up the word Botox. Mm -hmm. Are we are we you know what I mean by we are we black? Are a lot of us getting we show is. I know we ain't talking about it. We're I mean, not talking, I do. Yeah. I mean, I've always been very transparent. You have. I'm, yeah. I'm 48. I started Botox at 45 and I've always been very transparent. What, um, do, we, what, filler. Do, what do we need that for? Well, it's not. A, we don't need no, it. Uh, no. OK. We I, definitely that wasn't the question. Like, yeah. what would you use it for? Like, I've always I'm kind of Botox mm -hmm. ignorant. I just know people get it. I mean, there are multiple uses. The three, like, approved, like, this on-label and off-label uses for Botox, people generally use it for the relaxing of lines around the eyes, the what they call the 11s, the two lines, mm -hmm. and then in the forehead. So it's like eyes, oh, yeah. crow's feet, and forehead. Okay. Mm -hmm. So nobody needs it. Like, be clear, no one needs it. It's really a matter of if it's a thing that resonates for you mm -hmm. and for me that's actually the thing I got first was filler I really started getting Botox more recently filler I got because I have very deep smile lines um when my face was at rest and that's usually the test for me like when it, people are like oh I have smile lines do I need I'm like well rest your face well number one is if you think you need it like right. I'm not a right. procedure product pusher at all it's like what you see some people like what they're like oh this reminds me of my mom or my dad this is they they're they're fine with what they mm -hmm. have. That's okay. Everybody's journey is different with me. I was like me mugging. I was like, I, but I'm really happy when I look so mad. <laughs> you know, so I had like the puppeteer lines. And I knew I would do filler at some point for it. But it took me, like at 40, I knew. I was like, this is a thing I'm going to need. Because I just saw them coming in deeper and deeper. Mm -hmm. And I was doing a lot of things topically to help. So using all of this retinol and doing um, microcurrent and nanocurrent and a face rolling to help soften. Which helps. Those things absolutely help. I want to talk about that. Yeah, we can talk about it. Um, and the devices. And they were definitely helping. But you have to stay consistent with yeah. it. So you do it, it works. You stop doing it. You know, you want to hold out for a little bit, but then you got to get back on it. And I was mm -hmm. just like, you know what? Let me just try this and see. Like, I, I've been researching it for years. So at 40, I knew. 45, I was like, okay, I researched like five years, had a doctor that I felt comfortable with. Girl, my only regret was not doing it sooner. I sat down. She numbed me up. She did one side. I was like, it's gone. She was like, wow. that's, it. that's it. I was like, oh, my God. I, it blew my mind. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm hooked. I'm forever doing this every two years. I see you. We gonna, mm -hmm. You know, we're going to re-up. Um, but I felt comfortable with that provider. But agree, like, with procedures, even for white women, I think they're scared because they're like, I don't want to look like these. So I think it's a procedures issue mm -hmm. in general. It's even worse for black women because we see ourselves represented even less. But I think in general, there's a... The thing is, is that the good work goes undetected. Right. So yeah. people are walking around with good work, but there's so much bad work out there. And that's what we see every right. day yeah. in our celebrities. Like they look like this and now they look like this. Yeah. And people that you maybe work with or people that we just see on the train and commuting, all the 
the ble- the bad work is being advertised. But right. when you see people that look good, you don't think like, oh, she's had something done. Yeah. Because exactly. it's going under the radar. And if they're not talking about it, you don't know. Right. So face rolling. Mm-hmm. Is that for uh, what elasticity or to keep the skin like firm or both of those? Um, mainly, it helps improve lymphatic drainage, um, okay. which mm. helps to keep the skin like it helps to depuff the skin. Um, it helps to lift and sculpt the skin. Um, it helps to improve the absorption of your other products. And it's just like massage is so incredibly good for your skin it to is. improve the circulation so that if we get like you know, fluid that pulls around the eyes or different places. That gua sha, especially facial rollers, I like gua sha. I love nano current and micro current like girl what's, don't get me okay, started what's the difference between facial roll, rollers and gua sha so facial rollers is kind of like um they may be like rose quartz or white quartz and they roll it's like the handle mm-hmm. and they roll that's what i've those seen those are good for like helping improve in circulation the gua sha is kind of like a flat jade tool kind of shaped like this that has a curve on one side and that you kind of scrape as they call it you scrape and that helps to lift and shape and it helps to drain that work you can even like gua sha you can use all over your body yeah like, to help with like your digestion and things like there's certain it's kind of like acupressure okay you know so there are different spots around the body that when you work it girl you be in the bathroom in a few minutes because it's really helping to aid your digestion mm. um microcurrent and nanocurrent are the devices that it kind of has those properties but it's like on steroids because it's using the power of microcurrent and nanocurrent to lift and sculpt and shape which i love i do microcurrent um and nanocurrent like two two, three times a week. Mm. Um, so these devices I love, and I do think that if it's something that you're into mm-hmm. and you want to try these things before, you know, considering filler or Botox or whatever, I think it's a great tool to add into your routine. It's an investment. They can range anywhere from 200 to five, $600. So it definitely is an investment, but I do, for me, I felt like that really helped extend, um, my like sculpting and lifting before I was like, you know what? It's just time to get the, to get the filler for me. Okay. I'm definitely. gonna look at that. That's it. What That's can women do when they get that loose skin? There are some tightening. Um, so number one, bef- before we get to like the procedures, sunscreen, retinol, those are things I would be doing for the skin on the neck. So I've been using retinol on my, on my neck, like Mm -hmm. every other night for like many, many years. So that retinol really helps to resurface and to tighten Mm. and to help with those fine lines and deep creases, especially now we all got tech neck from being down like this. Right. So Mm -hmm. that's a big thing for me. I'm so afraid of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you got to do your retinol. Mm -hmm. You got to do your sunscreen. That's like, that's number one. Number two is you can use your gua sha and, you know, to help with the scraping, to help with the, um, sculpting and lymphatic drainage in this area. Now there are non-invasive procedures like thermage that you can get and it helps with the tightening. Um, so you can go in for a procedure and have that, but it's non-invasive. And then, you know, folks get neck lifts, you know, because you have to really be honest and like realistic at some point too. Um, certain things like with dark circles people ask about you know what eye cream is going to work for that and I'll say well let's talk about your dark circles are they recently due to medication are they recent due to medication are they recent due to fatigue you haven't been sleeping well you're grieving you're crying a lot okay now we can talk about a product that helps improve the circulation and lighten but I'll say well look at your pictures when you were a kid did you have them then okay these are hereditary Mm -hmm. no cream on the market is going to take that away that is going into a dermatologist and getting filler because the dark circles are not just about what you see on the surface it's what's going on underneath Mm -hmm. that the skin is thin and based on the bone structure and the color of the veins that's what you're seeing sometimes Mm -hmm. so like middle eastern skin Mm -hmm. there's no eye cream in the world that's going to take away the darkness for middle eastern indian skin it just it's impossible that is um a genetic uh, trait and that requires going in and doing filler to increase the space so that that skin is not sitting where it's sitting. That's creating the darkness. I'll never forget when you, <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, I'm scared <laughs> you, almost. I know, right? No, you told me I had dark circles under my eyes and I didn't realize it. I was like, really? And then I looked and I was like, Oh God, I do. <laughs> I like, you I don't did. have them now. I did at that time, but, mm-hmm. but what you just said earlier mm-hmm. was it could have been anything. I don't, I, this was so long ago. Mm-hmm. 
but it could have been I wasn't sleeping well. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I had been sick or something or yada yada yada. But I'll never forget that. And because I, I look, and then when I went home and looked, and I was like, yeah, I do. And they do. They're making me look old, you know. And and and, and uh, trust me, I didn't take anything, you know bad from it or anything but it just it made me aware because I can go to the mirror to the mirror every day wash my face do what I got to do put stuff on and I'm not really looking at my face Mm. so in this conversation I'm just thinking to myself when I'm in there in the morning in the evening what have you am I really looking at my face and really taking note of what's what I'll tell you what I do know that I have is a lot of sun damage and Mm. I know I do and I know I need to do something about that and Mm -hmm. and i'm listening to what you're saying about retinol Mm -hmm. and things of that nature and i'm okay i need to start looking into these things Mm -hmm. and you know doing something about the sun damage that i do have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well i hope that my dark circle comment came from a place of help because i try to not always unless someone asks me like when people say what do i need i'm like i'm never gonna walk like you need this you need that but if someone asks and say okay well here's what i see Mm -hmm. um and i you raise a very good point because because it is important that when we're in the mirror washing our face, like we need to feel around. What are we feeling? Oh, I'm feeling some texture here or I'm feeling like my pores are really large here. And you go into your arsenal. These are things you're going to do mm-hmm. to address that. Like we can't stay stuck in like this is the three step clinique skincare I got when I went off to college because your skin is constantly changing and we need to be able to work with those changes. Like if you go outside and it's cold, you're going to go back in and get a coat. But if you're washing your face and you're like you're not breaking out why are you still using the same acne wash from when you were, you know, 25? Mm. Like you have to be prepared to change. And so that can really be like on a weekly basis. I'm not saying you need a million products, but you need a couple of things in there. Like I always say like you need an active and you need a calm, you mm. know? So when your skin is like, you're like, Oh my God, my skin is just really overworked. Okay. I'm just going to use these calming products to get the inflammation down and calm my skin. But if you notice, like I've got some texture, you need like a good exfoliant and an exfoliant in there you don't need it every day but you do need to have that in your arsenal if this is what you're experiencing in your skin toner what are your thoughts on toner you know toner is a very controversial product most people will tell you you don't need it most dermatologists will say you don't need it I will say you don't need it Mm. I like to have it because sometimes in the mornings I'll use a toner to cleanse my skin like I'm not going to go do an aggressive wash in the morning because I just washed it that night and in the morning I just may need to kind of zhuzh it a little bit so sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll use toner or micellar water to zhuzh my skin without over drying it with water because water can sometimes like offset the balance of my skin. Mm. So I might just use a toner. I do enjoy toner in my skincare routine because it feels like an extra cleansing step. If mm-hmm. something got left behind, most dermatologists will say like back in the day when the water was hard and these different, and the cleansers were harsh, you need a toner to make rebalance your skin. But they're like, now the cleanser all cleansers are all pH balanced. You don't really need it, but I like it particularly if like right now I have a few dark spots on my forehead. I got a bunch of pimples. Um, story for another time. When did you say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, if you said so. I mean, I'm sitting right next to her. I don't see it, but no, okay. You well, know, look, you know your skin. I'm just, I'm just a there. student. I'm there. a student. <laughs> but I'm just saying, the teacher looks flawless. Well, thank you. They are, and I'm not wearing any makeup. They are there exactly. Um, <laughs> So now I will use a toner that maybe is doing a little gentle exfoliation or brightening because I'm really trying to target this concern. But after that, then I might use my little um, Thayer's toner that's like alcohol free. I try to go alcohol free. Mm. Alcohol isn't evil in products. There is a place for it, mm-hmm. but it has mm. to make sense for your skin. Mm-hmm. But I typically use alcohol free um, toners. So it's not a must. It's a nice to have. If it supports your skincare needs, go for it. If you like the feel of it, go for it. If it's a good cleansing alternative for you in the morning, go for it. But it's not a must. It took me a long time to realize that I need to be more alcohol free because of the dryness. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it took me a long time to like really realize it. That's why I said now I very much into reading labels. Yes. So that mm-hmm. makes perfect yeah. sense. That makes perfect sense. I just had a real good question that I lost. <laughs> oh no. That's why I got my notes here. I'm like, I am know. I sick? Cause I will. It's going to come back to you. It, it will does. come back to me. Oh no. Oh yes. Here we go. I got it. I got it. Okay. For, um, your daily moisturizer, what is the minimum SPF that 
um, we should be using? 30. Yeah. 30. And I say that because um, most 30s have a great formula that they go on seamless. I'm wearing a Trader Joe's formula right now that is $8 at your local Trader Joe's if it's not sold out. Because I post about it all the time. People are like, it's sold out. I know. When I've you been, see it I've by been three. you doing that. Like, yes. seriously, when you see it by three, it's invisible. It's a good dupe for the super goop unseen. Um, but the super goop is like more matte. This one is slightly dewier. So it depends on the kind of finish you like. Um, this is sunscreen. Sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Facial mm-hmm. sunscreen. Sunscreen. Mm-hmm. So I would say at least a 30 because also we never apply enough. We're like, it's like you really need to get a good coat on your face. I do that. I am the person that always applies probably more than you need. Okay. All of that little, oh, you need no, honey. I need it. Yeah. I'm a product person. I don't, I probably use more than I should, but. I'm going to be covered. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not, I can't just do that. Oh, my girlfriend's like, you just need, no, not no, me, honey. I you, need to I'm, have I'm it. I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I put it on. And then there's the reapplication. Mm. Um, in theory, you're supposed to reapply after two hours of sun exposure. And most of us don't, no. you know, so if you're like, even working from a window like this, I would put on sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're out in the world, you're back and forth, you're commuting. I would then have like a spray. I was just going to say, oh. and yep. spray. there are lots of great setting spray sunscreens always hold your nose because you don't want to you know i looked up some and i I think there's a black line too interesting i can't remember the name of it but i I remember seeing one it's a spray yeah i was like i'm gonna get that kate somerville has a good spray on i mean there are a lot of good spray on okay there are a lot of good spray on setting spray they'll say like makeup setting right a lot of good ones and and they do contain the spf Mm -hmm. okay and a lot of those are 50 believe it or not yeah, I think Dermablend has one. Dermablend? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, even like Neutrogena, like I like the the body one. Now, here's the thing. If you're using them for body outside in the summer, I like to spray them in my hand and then apply them. Right. Because you're doing this, is all gone with yeah. the wind. And you have to hold your nose. Like you don't want those particles inhaled. Okay. So you do need to spray and then breathe mm-hmm. out. I'm gonna, I, that's what I need. I need to definitely get a spray for the summertime. Yeah. I definitely, or no, not even for summertime, just like you said, period. Yeah. Well, that's just to good have, to know because yeah. I'm learning something here. Mm-hmm. We're learning a lot here today, but I'm learning when you brought up that whole spray because I'm thinking, well, if I'm supposed to reapply it and I'm just getting off the bus mm-hmm. at Port Authority and walking to yeah. my job, you know. Yeah, get you a little one spray mm-hmm. and also you're supposed to apply 20 minutes before exposure because it needs time to mm-hmm. set, you yeah. know, and to create that barrier so you're supposed to use it 20 minutes before most of us don't Don't. to be honest most Mm -hmm. of us don't so that's why i recommend 30 because there's so much user error that we're committing yeah you know so it's like definitely because if you do imagine using a 15 and you apply right on your way out the door and you're not applying enough so now you're getting like eight yeah you're not i use um the garnier um daily moisturizer that has spf 30 in it Mm -hmm. that's what i tend to use okay and i and i have to say i do but i usually do my face now now that i don't have much of a hair routine anymore (laughs) which looks incredible so flattering so (laughs) flattering and Um, everyone should know like your skin looks incredible it looks so glowy and even and bright your skin looks incredible well that's because i did my moisturizer and i put i put a little oil on it first a facial oil and then i did my moisturizer you look incredible thank you you look incredible thank you but i do put it on well before i'm leaving the house that's the garnier yeah okay i put it on well before i leave the house well i will share with you guys you know the best sunscreen so the best sunscreen that i have found on the market the absolute best is the one that you like to wear yes because if you don't like it you ain't gonna wear it so whether it's garnier super Mm -hmm. black girl something i don't care what it is the best one is the one that you will use so if that texture that application Mm -hmm. that finish works for you then that's the best one because you're using it yeah i i agree if you're not going to use it for instance i had gotten a sample of um estee lauder um Oh gosh, what is it? What is it called? That that stuff that I I loved it. It was it was a little thing. Um, Advanced night repair. No, it's, it's it's um. You put it on underneath your makeup primer. Primer. Okay. I found it, it clear primer. Okay. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I'm not 
paying that because I don't have that right now. <laughs> I'm not balling like that mm-hmm. right now. I will be in the future. You should have called not, me to see if I had some. I know, girl. But I went and found the Elf brand. Okay. Oh. And I Elf has a great super grip primer that I'm using. It's funny. I go back and forth with primer. I'm definitely team primer now. Mm -hmm. There are times where I do my makeup and I don't do a lot, but like lately when I've been going out, like I do my makeup, I do my primer, my concealer. I set it with powder, which I never do. Then I do a setting spray and a little more powder. And these pictures be Bussin. I'm like, girl, you look good. Because usually I don't do all that. Right. So when I've been, I'm like, oh my God, like I feel like such a makeup artist. But <laughs> I go back and forth with primer. I, that that Elf Super Grip is really good. I love yeah. it. And it's relatively, it's, 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 it's inexpensive. But I have to be honest, I'm an Elf fan. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. like their products. Mm-hmm. They just, I like their products too. They have some new products that are launching that I need to get into. It's supposed to be like, it's like a glowy contour product. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're like $5 each. So I'm a trying. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm an elf fan. I was a little disappointed when they closed the, uh, the brick and mortar stores, but, uh, Oh yeah. yeah. They used to have some great press events too. They used to have some great, they probably make way more money just selling online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. They, they don't have that overhead and all of that good stuff i was just looking i use a derma blend primer but it doesn't have spf now i'm upset. no spf did you think you had spf i don't i, I could i don't i didn't even think i don't know but this oh. whole conversation just sparked it so i'm just like i'm like i don't have it <laughs> and i do love the primer and right. i will use it but we will be tweaking we'll that. be tweaking so, our yeah, we will um, be tweaking that after i use it i do really love it but because it works for me like yeah. you said it works mm-hmm. for me but i understand now that we got to have. Yeah. yeah. So I just have to retweak my gotcha. arsenal. That's all. And I'm I'm a junkie anyway. So, you know, <laughs> I'm a better junkie because I think I buy more quality stuff. Mm, right. Than, you know, historically. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, you know, that's a great kind of question. Now, you mentioned earlier that and you've been posting for those who um, and we'll get into that, you mm-hmm. know, how people can find you and all that. But you have been posting a lot lately about the Trader Joe's mm, yeah. mm-hmm. um, um, sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And you'll you'll post about different things. I love when you do content around, you know, is it does is it worth it? Does it work? You uh-huh. know, because you go from very high end products because mm-hmm. I know they're being sent to you mm-hmm. to, to, because of your your reach and everything mm-hmm. to test and, you know, to give feedback and this, that and the other. Um, and you've done some, you know, drugstore mm-hmm. You know, because I think there's there's a place in everybody's, you know, medicine cabinet, if you will, Mm -hmm. for everything. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and if you don't have the money to go out and buy, you know, Bobby Brown or this one or Mm -hmm. that one and yada, yada. And I and and also I don't know that you necessarily need to be concerned about all these celebrity brands because I, you know, sometimes I'm like. Is it really doing that much more than yeah. what I can go in Ulta and find, you know? And are they in it for the care of your skin anyway? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or so, are they in it because it's good to have a beauty brand? Right. Yeah. I don't know the answer yeah. to I mean, there's probably some of both. You know, yeah. there's probably some of <laughs> yeah. them. Regarding and again, the even if yeah. they base their product on themselves, then yeah. that's what it's based on. It's not, yeah. you know, it's marketed to the masses, but it may not be for the masses and i mean i don't think the products are are trash i just think that there's not like a huge point of difference and i think for what a lot of people are looking for in these products like if a person is known for like this glow Mm -hmm. and now they create this product line and they're expecting to get that like if they have problem skin they're probably not going to get that and like what this celebrity is known for the result they're getting that's coming from dermatologist office and procedures and all of these different things it's not this skincare i yeah. guarantee you it's not like this is a good maintenance product this is cool like i'm more i'm like just make the makeup like the skincare it just it's it becomes a little bit annoying because mm. to me i just i don't know it because people are expecting it to do more than it than it does yeah and or that it can do mm-hmm. and that to me feels a little false advertising yeah well and i think it, it can't just be a product you have to work in conjunction with whatever product you're using right again what do you drink like a lot of people drink so much soda mm-hmm. well that's not good for your skin right yeah so you know like what you eat what you drink your environment mm-hmm. sometimes people you know like, I love to have the window open. So, you know, that's a different thing because yeah. I you know, have the outside coming yeah. in all the time or a fan always blowing. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. I would love to see more transparency and beauty with these brands. Like I would, I've never heard any of these celebrities stand up and say, and I also do Botox four times a year. Exactly. Like say Mm -hmm. that, like Jada Pinkett has dropped, you know, a skincare line. She's got, well, she's, it's more like body holistic care. And like, she stood up there and did like this, 50 step routine which kept steaming her skin do you remember that during like peak covid she did it and i was like she's going to be dropping some skincare products soon because mm. like now here she's doing all, all these things but why don't you tell people like this is why your skin looks so smooth and resurfaced like tell them what you're doing i think people can i mean you get to that red table and tell everything else Tell that, us like, that, look, that, that, like none like, of us should know that we about. We should now be like, girl, I was over Botox that time because we remember when Jada was like this, and it's like, come on, why can't you be transparent about mm-hmm. it? But that's a choice, you know. She chooses what she wants. Even to what's share. her name, Angela White, now has taken out her fillers and all her stuff. Oh yeah, Black China. Yeah, she's. I was gonna say when you said that. the name Angela White, Angela I had White. to think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know what? She looks beautiful. She does. She, she does. does. Beautiful. And she does. The sad part is that so much of that work was done when she was really young. Right. And yes. like when she, not that anybody needs it, but definitely not the young. That young. The yeah, babies, like, yeah. the like, babies. Like, was she 18, 19? Nine, she was yeah, like 19, 19 years old yeah. when she got a lot of that stuff And her done. face really does look really good. Yeah, yeah. When she I mean, took all that out. It, and not, again, it's the the bad work. And I, I don't want to say her work was bad. I don't have a better word. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we see promoted. So when people think of like, I don't want to look like that, but it's like so many people are doing it in a very tasteful way that, you know, that goes undetected, Mm -hmm. which is fine. I think I have no issue with um, you wanting to, age gracefully you know because we're all gonna age, we're all right. aging I and mean, that means it is something what it different is. to and everyone exactly. yeah what does that mean it. yeah like what what you know when you said earlier you know oh well someone likes those lines because it reminds them yeah. of their parent or you know that's just what my family looks like yeah. and this that and the yeah. other and it is there is something to be said for that but and there's also a place for if you want to get a little nip and tuck or this that or the other there's yeah. nothing wrong with mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it yeah But, you know, I think and I think a lot of this for us in our community, it's new. It's still new. It is still new. Our parents weren't doing this. Our moms weren't doing this. You didn't need that mess. That mess is what they called it. It's funny. I had this conversation the other day when I think about like little Kim and I remember like Vivica Fox when she first started doing certain things. And in my mind, I do give those women a certain amount of grace because Mm. it's like I in some way I feel like they ran so that we could walk because it's Mm -hmm. like they did not have a blueprint for this and I I think Little Kim is doing a documentary soon and talks about like a lot of the work she had done was actually to fix work that was her boyfriend was like breaking her nose like she would come home and like oh my nose done and boom you know she was going through a lot of abuse and and also these women were very heavily subjected to the male gaze and what men thought they Mm -hmm. should look like and that's just what it was at the time like that's just what it was and so you know I feel like these women and celebrities, mm. they were like all of us wanting to look and feel our best. You know, they want to look and feel their best, but because they're going to these doctors that have this idea of what women should look like. And there wasn't the, you know, the less is more approach or doing yeah. it tasteful little by little. They didn't know. And they're just going with what people are doing at right. the time. It's like almost rubber stamping. Yep, you get these lips and nose, you get this, you get this. And you now we're all looking the same. And I, yeah, I think they so deserve true. grace because they, they didn't know she did. And I look at Kim and it, I, sometimes I look at little Kim and I just, it breaks my heart. Cause she was so, beautiful. she was so cute. Yeah. She was, a, she I was mean, beautiful. and she would have, you know, yeah. looked uh, amazing, but, but she that self esteem, right. she did she that self esteem no. and mm-hmm. right. her environment and she like you said, and the entertainment business. Yeah. We all know that that is a beast in and of itself. Yeah. It's very different now, but back then, like in the nineties, two thousands, early, girl. like these women had no agency over their right. looks. Like very few, like the queen Latifahs of the world, very a handful, yeah. mm-hmm. but most of these girls, like it was just like, this is what you need to look like to be out here. They're under like the misogynistic. And they, know, were gonna, they were not going to, they were not going to, push against it because or they couldn't or they, they couldn't, couldn't right yeah. because this is what i need to yeah. do to get paid or whatever to be on yeah. right it was the video it was the time of the video vixen right. and yeah. everybody wanted to look like Big the girls behind, and, you know. right mm-hmm. and that's why you got these girls getting like fillers and people's basement like getting the butt implants yeah. and all these things and at a very young age because that's just what they thought they needed to, to do to be on that's what black china says like this is like yeah. you know, i'm dancing this is what i needed to do to be put on and they did it mm-hmm. you know you're right to give 
grace and think about it. And I'm glad you brought that up because you look at other people and you wonder, like, what made her do something? Right. Yeah. You just don't know. But then some people like the way they look, regardless of what any of us may think. Mm-hmm. They, this is what they want to look like. Okay. Yeah. I always think nothing. back to Jocelyn Wildenstein. Remember her? Oh, my God. Yes. 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 Oh my goodness. Yes. That was extreme. Very extreme. Very, very extreme. Very sad. That was Honestly. sad. Yeah. That was, I, I was, I felt sad for her. Right. But even Joan Rivers, like yep. she thought she was so ugly. And I look back on her now where we, I think we're more accepting and understanding of like differences. And I look, I'm like, what? A beautiful woman mm-hmm. but she thought she was so ugly and then she went to like the grieving of her husband who yep. committed suicide and she just could not stop with the plastic surgery and it's you know the way we see ourselves sometimes it's just it's it's really it's mm-hmm. really sad it is it, you can put kanye west mother in that yes I, doctors well, told her here don't you can't you're not well enough mm-hmm. to get this done but she could not have her son getting to this level and she not look Mm -hmm. the way she thought the way she should the way she thought she should now that you know the glare and the spotlight and Mm -hmm. and that that's one of the things in this country is that well worldwide because it goes on in in other cultures as well Mm -hmm. you know you look at like india and africa with the Mm -hmm. skin bleaching Mm -hmm. and the this that and the other that goes on and it's so sad that you know we can't appreciate but i think we are getting back more back to it can't appreciate you know beauty and whatnot for it is look i will be the first i tell everybody leslie was never ever going natural i was i may have (laughs) started to say it i have how many times did i say it and then i did and it wasn't even i wasn't even thought of i just did and I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't, I couldn't imagine what I looked like without hair Mm -hmm. because I've never not had Mm -hmm. hair, if you will. Mm -hmm. Do I look back sometimes and miss my hair? Yes, I do. But then I also look now and said, this is what you look like now. And there's nothing wrong with it. You just look like yourself with less hair to me. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you still look like Leslie. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, I, I'm still, it's, we're in our heads. Right. And we're in our heads about a a lot mm -hmm. of things. Think about when we grew up, we grew up seventies, eighties, you Mm -hmm. know, nineties. And you know, if you had hair, you needed to have long hair, you know, guys Mm -hmm. like long hair, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't care. This is true. And you know what? And the thing about most men is they don't like all this fakeness that we do. Mm. When I say like the lashes, the, Mm -hmm. a lot of them don't even like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that it matters what they like, but I'm just saying, I think sometimes we just put more on ourselves mm-hmm. than we need to. Because we're dressing yeah. up for each other more so than them. We'll this say we're true. dressing up for right. them, but we're dressing up more so for them. So, Felicia, is there anything? Listen, we want to hear more about the skincare line. Do you have anything coming up? Where can we find you on social media to follow you? This, that, and the other, no, and any, anything, right now. other <laughs> things that you have coming up, where can we find you? See you, support you, you, support all, you all of that good Aww. stuff. Well, thank you. I really appreciate so that. I'm getting ready to hit you on Instagram now. Go. Well, my Instagram <laughs> is this, that beauty. So that is my, my, uh, my main platform. This, that beauty get phoebe skin is the handle for my skincare line and right now i'm focused on the three products that i have i have Mm -hmm. some ideas for new products and formulation but i'm really trying to focus on the three that i just recently launched i think like october november october last year so that really is my primary focus now and getting into more retailers and just really trying to I have some new ideas and some shifts that I'm thinking for the brand Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be a bit more rooted in education. So that is my focus for now. But yeah, folks can find the products at Get Phoebe Skin um, is the Instagram. PhoebeSkin.com is the website. And Mm -hmm. This That Beauty is my main page. Yep. ThisThatBeauty.com. So when you see me ordering stuff all the time, go for it. I'm telling you, you, because I'm I'm already like, oh, yeah, I got to get that. I sure do appreciate (laughs) you. And do you want to give the um, impetus for the name uh, Phoebe Skin, Get Phoebe Skin? Oh, sure. So the product line is Phoebe Skin, and it combines my two great loves, my little stinker butt Phoebe and skincare. So Mm. um, that's how I came up with the name. And the idea behind the collection is that I... 
I hope that the products bring kind of harmony and balance to your skin mm. the way that, you know, Phoebe has brought to my life in ways I could not imagine. It's it's so odd. Like, I just did not think that this little person would kind of balance and, and bring harmony to my life. And Aww. that that is that's a real thing. So um, the skincare products are kind of rooted in that same philosophy, harmony and, and balance to the skin. That is so awesome. I'm about Thank to send you. you to everybody in my Oh, thank I am. You. Please do. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> such a. I just love skincare. Oh, like one. My girlfriend's in DC. Child, she's gonna be ordering tonight. Oh, Don't worry about thank it. I got you. you. <laughs> I am hoping to participate in an activation at Essence Fest, and there's even something in the vineyard that I should be that I'll be participating with. So when I if I have the, that info before this goes live, we can. I'll share it with you. Please do. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so thank much. You so much. And if we need you to come back. I will be here. Okay. I'll get lost on the way, but I will be here. That's okay. We'll 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 work on that. <laughs> we'll work on that. No, so you don't, don't get lost. Don't go that way. <laughs> so you don't get lost. So um but the, again, Felicia, thank you so much. This was a great conversation. This was phenomenal. Yeah, thank you. And um I like I said, I've been wanting to get you on for a while and we finally made it happen. Yay. And um, much continued success yes. with everything. And uh, we look forward to having you back. Thank so you. remember, everybody, um, This That Beauty at This That Beauty at this that beauty on instagram mm -hmm. and this that beauty.com yeah yes mm -hmm. and get phoebe skin is the instagram is handle. the instagram and it's phoebe skin.com mm -hmm. okay so remember it. that She's got we'll have fabulous that. stuff i've already yes. peeked it it's well, wonderful oh, we'll have you. it in the show notes as well yes so all right folks thanks thank for checking you. us out bye bye you can find us on facebook Twitter and Instagram at a different fifty or email us at a different fifty at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to A, a Different, different 50, 50 Podcast. podcast.